Hallelujah! Welcome to our first episode to cover the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. My name is Pastor Uchi Opefi. I'll be covering Genesis 1 to 5 today. Let's read from the New King James Version. Genesis means beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. So God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so, and God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herbs that yield seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so, and God brought forth grass, the herbs that yield seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmaments of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let there be for signs and seasons, and for days and years. And let them be for signs in the firmament of the heavens, to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly over the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them and saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the waters in the sea. Let the birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to its kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth according to its kind. And God made the firmament of the earth according to its kind. Cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God made man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree that yields seed to you shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and morning were the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth 
chapter 2. And all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work which he had created and made. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the heaven and the earth. Before any plant of the field was in the earth and before any herb of the field had grown, for God had not caused it to rain on the earth and there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the heavens and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life, which also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. Bedilon and onyx stones are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Hadakel. It is the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. The Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat it you shall surely die. The Lord God said, It is not good that man shall be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. And he took out of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Verse 3. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. But the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the servant said to the woman, You shall not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed thick leaves covering and made themselves coverings. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. I hid myself. And he said to him, told you that you were naked. Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? 
Then the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrows and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband. He shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have not and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toll you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both tons and tittles it shall bring forth for you. You shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. And Adam called his wife, named Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now lest he puts out his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden, out to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed a cherub at the east of the garden of Eden, and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Chapter 4 Now Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a son from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time, his brother Abel. Now Abel was the keeper of the sheep, but Cain was the tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flocks and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at your door and its desire is for you, but you shall rule over it. Then Cain talked with Abel his brother and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. And the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you have you are cursed from the earth, which has opened his mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a bad vagabond you shall be on the earth. And King said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. Mm. Then the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and went, dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch and built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Erad, and Erad begot Mahujel, and Mahujel begot Methusel, and Methusel begot Lamach. And Lamach took for himself two wives. The name of the one was Ada, and the name of the second was Zillah. And Ada bore Jubal. He was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all those who play harp and lute. And as for Zillah, she also bore Tubal Cain, an instructor of every craftsman in bronze and iron. And the sister of Tubal Cain was Nama. Then Lamech said to his wives, 
Ada and Zilla, hear my voice, wives of Lama, listen to my speech. For I've killed a man for wounding me, even a young man for hurting me. If King shall be avenged sevenfold, then Lamak seventy-sevenfold. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth. For God had appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom King killed. And as for Seth, to him also a son was born, and he named him Enosh. Then men began to call on the name of the Lord. This is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. This is chapter 5. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them mankind in the beginning, in the day they were created. And Adam lived 130 years, and he begat a son in his own likeness after his image, named Seth. After he begat Seth, the days of Adam were 800 years, and he had sons and daughters so all the days that adam lived were 930 years and he died seth lived 105 years and then begot enosh after he begot enosh seth lived 807 years and had sons and daughters so all the days of enosh were 912 years and he died enosh lived 90 years and begot canaan after he begot Canaan, Enosh lived 815 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enosh were 915 years and he died. Canaan lived 70 years and he begot Mehalel. After he begot Mehalel, Canaan lived 840 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Canaan were 910 years and he died. Mehael lived 65 years and begot Jared. After he begot Jared, Mehael lived 830 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Mehalel were 895 years and he died. Jared lived 162 years and begot Enosh. After he begot Enosh, Jared lived 800 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. Enosh lived 65 years, Enoch, and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years and Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Methuselah lived 187 years and begot Lamak. After he begot Lamak, Methuselah lived 782 and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. Lemak lived 182 years and had a son. And he called his name Noah, saying, This one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has caused. After he begot Noah, Lemak lived 595 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Lemak were 777 years and he died. And Enoch was 500 years old. And Noah was 500 years old. And Noah begot Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Praise God. Thank you for joining in today. We'll just look briefly at what we've read. We've looked at Genesis 1 to 5. We see God... Elohim, the creator God, that's the interpretation in Hebrew, Elohim, creating at the beginning. The word create means to bara. He created, he shaped, he formed. He created things out of nothing. On the first day, we see that initially everything was without form and void. There was darkness. Everything was without form and void. And in the first day, God spoke. And we see repeatedly that everything he said came to pass. It says that God said and it was so. God said and it was so. And God expects us to to create with our words, to say things and that will be so. Because where the word of a king is, there is power. On day one, we see that God created light. On day two, he created the sky. On day three, he created the dry land 
the seas, the plants, the trees. On day four, he created the sun, the moon, the star. On day five, he created the birds, the sea animals. On day six, he created the animals on the land and he created human beings. On day seven, he rested. But we see essentially that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit were involved in creation. And that's why he said, let us make man. And he made man in his image. And you can see the likeness of God. God spoke and man speaks. Like God said, let there be. And man can speak. God was walking in the midst of the garden. There were sounds. Man also makes sounds. Hallelujah. But it was God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit that was involved in creation. Jesus was not there at the time, but the Word was there. Jesus in the form of the Word was there. We can see in John 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. So in the beginning, the Word was with God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. And without Him, nothing was made that was made. So Jesus was involved in creation. The Holy Spirit was involved in God. You know, the Word was involved in creation. The Holy Spirit was involved in creation. You know, God the Father was involved in creation. And God spoke. And you see that after God made everything, God made man. He created man in his image and likeness. And God, when God made the fishes, you know, the winged animals, God blessed them and said multiply. When God made man, he also blessed man. And God gives man something different from what he had given everything else that he had created. He gave him dominion over everything. And he gave him the the herbs for food and all of that. So God made man to have dominion, to have the rulership. And you see that God said multiply. So God didn't intend for us, his children, to be small. He said multiply. And then we see... After creation and everything he created, he saw that it was good. It was fit for a purpose, you know. It was there to 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 fulfill his will on earth. It was fit for purpose, and we can also see in Genesis two, verse five, that even after God created everything, he says, "For for the Lord had not caused it to rain on the earth; there was no man to till the ground." So though God had created things, it's as though certain things had not yet sprung forth because God, for example, God had not breathed into man the breath of life, you know. For the Lord had not caused it to rain on the ground and there was no man to till the ground. So it says before any plant of the field was in the earth and before any herbs of the field had grown, you know, everything was, even though God had created them, certain things had not quite grown because there was no, God had not caused rain to come. So we still need that rain of the Spirit of God to make the things that he has spoken in our lives to come forth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God made man to tend and to keep the garden. God has created us to occupy till he returns. And when he came to man, there was no helper found for him, no one that was comparable to him. But out of his rib, God created Eve. Hallelujah. Someone that was comparable to him. Someone that could be a help to him. Glory to God. And we see that it was sin that he introduced that made man afraid of God. When God was walking in the midst of the garden, Adam and Eve hid themselves. They hid themselves because of sin. The Bible says, let us come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may find mercy and grace to help in times of need. So sin makes us afraid. Sin makes us afraid of God. Hallelujah. We also see certain prayers that we can pray. The word of God says in Genesis 3 verse 18, it says, Both tons and tissues it shall bring forth to you when it was cursing man. Adam precisely. He said, Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toll you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both tons and tissues it shall bring forth for you. So that curse is reversed through accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. We also see a unique statement that Eve made. She said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. I have acquired a man from the Lord. Glory to God. Whatever you want to acquire, you can acquire through the Lord. 
praise God. Hallelujah. And then we go further and we see Cain and Abel in chapter 4. We see the story of Cain and Abel. In those days, you know, certain tribes, their children will follow a particular pattern. For example, Abel was a keeper of the field and Cain was a tiller of the ground. So in those days, Cain's children could also be tillers of grounds and Abel's children could be keepers of field. We see later in that same chapter that um, it talks about Jubal in verse 21 of chapter 4. He was the father of all those who played the harp and the flute. So his children played the harp and the flute. Then we can see that Adabon Jabal, he was the father of those that dwell in tents. So they took the trade of their fathers and they were known by that. But then we go back to the story of Cain and Abel and we see how Abel offered to God a good offering with his heart. But Cain didn't offer by faith and he didn't offer a good offering to God. As here God clearly says, if you do the right thing, won't you be accepted? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then we go on to chapter 5 and we see the genealogy. And it was methodic, but it was great. We saw how people give birth to the children and children. How they were feeling the earth because God had said multiply. Multiply, you know, they were multiplying the fruit of their body. But we can also multiply in various other aspects of our lives. And eventually when we come to the concluding verse or one of the concluding verse, verses, chapter 5, verse 26, we see that Noah they were said of him as he was born that this one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because the ground which had been cursed of him. It's important what you declare to your children when they're first born. But as he was born, they were saying, this one will comfort us. And I believe that he brought comfort to him in his life. Thank you so much for joining me today. That's just a brief um, explanation of Genesis 1 to 5. And I believe that... um, As we go on further, God will speak to us. Thank you. My name is Pastor Uche. God bless you. Hallelujah. Welcome to the second episode as we cover the Bible from Genesis to Revelations. My name is Pastor Uche Pefi. I'll be covering Genesis 6 to 11 today. We'll start with reading and I'll end with a brief summary. Let's read from the New King James Version, Genesis 6. Now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men, that they were beautiful and they took wives for them of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be one hundred and twenty years. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterwards, when the sons of God came to the daughters of men that were born to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every intent of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. The Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I'll destroy man whom I've created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the earth, for I'm sorry that I've made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. This is G of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God, and Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, Japhat. The earth was also corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all the flesh had corrupted their ways on the earth. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gomahood. Make rooms in the ark, and cover it inside and outside with peach. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. Its width 50 cubits. Its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark. You shall finish it to a cubit from above and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing flood water on the earth to destroy 
from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life everything that is on the earth shall die but i'll establish my covenant with you and you shall go into the ark you your sons your wives your son's wife with you and of every living thing of the flesh you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you they shall be female and male of the birds after their kind of animals after their kind and of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive and you shall take for yourselves of all food that is eaten you shall gather it yourself it shall be food for you and for them thus noah did according to all that god commanded him so he did then the lord said to noah this is chapter 7 come into the ark you and all your household because i have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation you shall take with you seven each of every clean animal a male and its female two each of the animals that are clean a male and its female and also seven each of the beds of the air male and female to keep the species alive on the face of the earth for after seven more days i will cause it to rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights i will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that have made and Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the floods were on the earth. So Noah with his sons, his wives, his sons' wives went into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean animals, of animals that were unclean, of birds, of everything that creeps on the earth, two by two they went into the ark to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth in the 600 year of noah's life in the second month the 17th day of the month on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up and the windows of heaven were open and the rain was on the earth 40 days and 40 nights on the very same day noah and noah's son shem ham japheth and noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark they and every cattle went after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bed after its kind, every bed of every sort, they went into the ark to Noah, two by two, of all flesh in which is the breath of life. So those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded them, and the Lord shut him in. Now the flood was on the earth forty days, the waters increased and lifted up the ark, it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed greatly and increased on the earth, and the ark moved about on the surface of the water, and the water prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high hills under the whole heavens were covered. The waters prevailed fifteen cubits upwards, and the mountains were covered, and all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds and cattle, beasts, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, and every man all in whose nostrils was the breath of life all was all that was on the dry land died so he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the earth both man and cattle creeping thing birds of the air they were destroyed from the earth only noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive and the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days chapter 8 then god remembered noah and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark and god made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters subsided the mountain of the deep and the windows of heaven were also stopped the rain from the heaven was restrained and the waters receded continually from the earth at the end of the 150 days the waters decreased then the ark rested on the seventh month the 17th day of the month on the mountain of ararat and the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the top of the mountains were seen. So it came to pass at the end of the forty days that Noah opened the windows of the ark which he had made, and he sent out a raven which kept going to and fro until the waters had dried up from the earth. He also sent out from himself a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her feet, and she returned into the ark to him, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and drew her into the ark to himself. And he waited yet another seven days and sent again, he sent a dove out from the ark. 
And the dove came to him in the evening, and behold, a freshly plucked olive leaf was in her mouth, and no one knew that the water had receded from the earth. So he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, which did not return again to him anymore. And it came to pass in the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, that the waters dried up from the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and indeed the surface of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth was dry. And God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and cattle, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so you may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Every animal, every creeping thing, every bird, and whatever creeps on the earth, according to their families, went out of the ark. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every bird, every clean animal on and of every clean bed, and offered burnt offerings to, on the altar. And the Lord smelled the sweet, the soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of his heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. This is chapter 9. Fill the earth, and the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth, and on every bed of the earth, and all that move on the earth, and on all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hand. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. I have given you all things, even as the green herbs. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is its blood. Surely for your lifeblood I will demand a reckoning. From the hand of every beast I will require it. And from the hand of every man, from the hand of every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, by his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God he made man. But as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly the earth and multiply in it. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And as for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, every beast of the earth with you, of all that go out of the ark, every beast of the earth. Thus I establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you, and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be that when I bring a cloud, over the earth that the rainbow will be seen in the cloud and i will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh the rainbow shall be in the cloud and i will look on it and remember the everlasting covenant between god and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth and God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Now the sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Ham was the father of Canaan. These were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. And Noah began to be a farmer, and he planted a vineyard. When he drank of the wine and was drunk and became uncovered in his tent, and Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Jephthah took a garment, laid it on their shoulder, and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done to him. He said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants he shall be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem. And may Canaan be his servants. May God enlarge Japheth, and may he dwell in the tents of shame. And may Canaan be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years. So all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. Chapter 10. 
Now this is the genealogy of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Goma, Magog, Madia, Javan, Tubal, Makasheh, Tiraz. The sons of Goma were Ashkenaz, Rifat, Togrimah. The sons of Javan were Elshesh, Tashish, Kiman, Datan. From these were the coastland people of the Gentiles were separated into their lands, everyone according to his language, according to their families, into their nations. The sons of Ham were Kosh, Mizram, Put, Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havila, Sapta, Rama, Saptika. The sons of Rama were Sheba, Dedan. Kosh begat Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod the mighty hunter before the Lord. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Eric, Akkad, Kelna in the land of Shinar. From that land he went to Assyria and built Nineveh, Rebot, Ar, Kala, and Risen between Nineveh and Kala, that is the principal city. Mizram begot Ludi, Anayam, Labim, Naphtahum, Parisim, Kalihum, from whom came the Philistines and Katorim. Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn, and Hid, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Gigarites, the Hivites, the Achaeites, the Sinanites, the Aravadites, the Samurites, the Hamatites. Afterwards, the families of the Canaanites were dispersed, and the borders of Canaan was from Sidon, as you go towards Gera, as far as Geza, there as you go towards Sodom, Gomorrah, Ada, Zebium, as far as Lasha. These were the sons of Ham, according to their families, according to their languages, in their lands and in their nations. And children were bo- also born to Shem, the father of all children of Eba, the brother of Jephas, the elder. The sons of Shem were Elam, Esho, Afraz, Lud, Aram. The sons of Aram were Uz, Ho, Geta, Maz. Afraz begot Sela, Sela begot Eba. Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan begot Almodad, Saphaz, Amravas, Jera, Hadoram, Uzla, Dikla, Obla, Amidia, Sheba, Ophi, Havila, Joba. All these were the sons of Joktan, and their dwelling place was from Misha, as you go towards Sephath. The mountain of the east. These were the sons of Shem, according to their families, according to their languages, in their lands, according to their nations. These were the families of the sons of Noah, according to their generation, in their nations. And from these nations were divided on the earth after the flood. Chapter 11. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shina, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had bricks for stones, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city, a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. For the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one. They all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down and there confuse the language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth and they ceased building the city. Therefore its name is called Babel because there the Lord confused the language of all earth and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all earth. This is the genealogy of Shem. Shem was 100 years old and begot Aphrez two years after the flood. After he begot Aphrez, Shem lived 500 years and begot sons and daughters. Aphrez lived 35 years and begot Selah. After he begot Selah, Aphrez lived 403 years and begot sons and daughters. Selah lived 30 years and begot Eber. After he begot Eber, Selah lived 403 years and begot sons and daughters. Eber lived 34 years and begot Pelag. After he begot Pelag, Eber lived 430 years and begot sons and daughters. Pelag lived 30 years and begot Ru. After he begot Ru, Pelag lived 209 years and begot sons and daughters. 
Ruth lived 32 years and because Sherug. After he because Sherug, Ruth lived 207 years and because sons and daughters. Sherug lived 30 years and because Nahor. After he begot Nahor, Sherug lived 200 years and because sons and daughters. Nahor lived 39 years and because Terah. After he begot Terah, Nahor lived 119 years and because sons and daughters. Now Terah lived 70 years and begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. This is the genealogy of Terah. Terah begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran begot Lot, and Haran died before his father Terah in his native land in awe of Chaldean. Then Abram and Nahor took wives, and the wife of Abram's and the name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nabal's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, the father of Iscar. But Sarah was barren, and she had no child. And Terah took his son Abram and his grandson Lot, the sons of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife, and they went out with him from all of Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. And there they came to Haran and dwelt there. So the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. We just have a review of what we've read. We read from chapter 6. We saw how people began to multiply on the face of the earth, how they did things that were evil before God, and how God wanted to destroy the land. But then he found someone very special, Noah, who was just in his time, perfect in his generation, and he walked with God so god wanted to preserve him and gave him specific instructions on how to build an ark and he followed every single detail but the people of his time mocked him and wondered why are you building an ark and he told them there's a flood coming but they didn't believe it's very similar to the rapture of the church when you tell the world give your life to jesus and you don't believe and then it's also similar to the time of the pandemic that has this just passing away, COVID-19. When they all got into the ark, the Bible says that the Lord shot him in. He shot Noah, his wife, his three sons, who were Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives, shot them all in, and then the flood began. And as the waters increased, the flood, the ark was lifted up. So it's, it's very similar to that scripture that all things work together for us and that when men say there's a casting down as the waters were increasing as the pandemic was increasing as the people were getting infected the children of god were preserved the ark was lifted up we could see that when there's a casting down the children of god are lifted up glory to god and it was only noah and those that were inside the ark that were preserved that's because they listened to the instruction of god and that's how it's going to be only the children of god that have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, that will make it to heaven during the rapture. And verse chapter 8 says that God remembered Noah. So God is remembering us even at this time and this season. Hallelujah. And at some point, God allowed him to come out of the ark and he gave him instructions to be fruitful and multiply. Go out of the ark, your sons, wives. And, and Noah was very wise. He gave an offering to God. He built... He, made, he built an altar to the Lord and God smelled that sweet aroma. And that tells us that every time that God does something specific in our lives, we should release a seed, you know, as and build an altar, you know, release a seed to God from the depth of your heart. He doesn't need your um, finance, but it's a sacrifice and God smells that aroma. And then God began to bless him. Every time God is impressed in that way, he releases a blessing. So he released the blessing and he made a covenant that he was not going to destroy the earth again and he said that there will be seed time and there will be harvest so that's a scripture you can use to pray and say father i declare i've sown seeds i declare that my harvest has come so you can stand on that word that there's a time to sow there's also a time to reap and you will not miss your harvest in jesus name and god made that covenant and you see that god said that there will be that rainbow that will remind me that i'll not destroy the world again with water and god stands by his word in jeremiah 33 20 he says if you can break my covenant with the day and my covenant with the night so 
that there will be no day and night in their season. Then my covenant may also be broken with David and his servants. So you see God referring to the same covenant he made. Because he made that covenant with the day, the night. He said there were going to be seed time, there will be harvest. You know, and God has kept to his word and he always keeps to his word. So the same thing, when God makes promises in our lives, we know that those words will come to fruition. It's just, it may be a matter of time, but they will definitely come to pass. Hallelujah. And God made this comment. And we see that as they came out, Noah took up a trade. He began to be a farmer. He planted a vineyard. He wasn't idle. He didn't say, God had blessed me so I can just lie down and sleep. He did something with the blessing. He needed to multiply. He needed to increase. He needed to, to be productive. And so he became a farmer. But unfortunately, he drank some wine from his produce and he became drunk. And we can see that he had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japhat. Now, Ham... When he noticed his father was naked, how did he respond to his father's nakedness? He went out to broadcast it. You know, he was making fun. He was telling Shem and Jephthah about it. But Shem and Jephthah knew that that was not the right thing to do. They went in with their backs. They covered their father's nakedness. And that is quite similar to what's happening today in the church. Sometimes people note the errors of their fathers. You know, those that have gone before them, they announce it, they make fun of them, they laugh it, they talk about it in social media, or even your parents or, or the elders, you talk rudely, you know, and it brought a curse to Ham. But to Shem and Jephthah, who covered the nakedness of their father, you can see that they've got a blessing. Jephthah, in, was, it was said about Jephthah that may the Lord enlarge you, glory to God. So let's be protective of those who have gone before us. And then there was a mention about a mighty man, Nimrod, who was mighty before the Lord. He became a mighty hunter before God. So you can, and then you can see he took cities, he built Babel, he built Akkad. You know, he he was doing things. So you can you can desire to be mighty before God, glory to God, in your profession, in your trade, if you're in government, wherever God has placed you. And then we go further into Genesis 11 where we'll wrap up for today and we see that the earth was had one language and one speech and God identified in Genesis 11 verse 6 the Lord said indeed the people are one and they all have one language and this is what they have begun to do and nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them so God the almighty the Elohim the creator the almighty he acknowledged that because they were one, nothing that they have decided to do will be withheld from them. Glory to God. So we need to be one in everything that we do. Because it says that a threefold cord cannot be broken. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.